Hey, this is Chris Klein, and we're here live at the inaugural Big Eye Tech Summit in Savannah, Georgia, presented by the Big Eye, the Agents Council for Technology, Ascendia, and our diamond sponsor, Travelers. So huge shout out to Travelers. Uh, it's also sponsored by TrustedChoice.com, Ivan's Accord, and Bond Exchange. So it's pretty cool. We're doing a little bit of a podcast party out on the lawn, a brisk morning right on the river, right outside the gorgeous Weston. And going to do a little bit of that like David Letterman man on the street thing and interview a few folks who've flown in just to take part of the InsureTech Summit. And it's really cool to actually have, I don't know, Jason Walker. I don't know if we're going to call you an InsureTech since your uh, <laughs> business far predates the use of that word. Um, and Lou Moran, who might get credit for being the uh, the mastermind for this whole, this whole day. So we've got an agent and a technology company together. Um, which I think is a great way to kick things off and just kind of talk to you about how you guys are thinking through everything and pull a fast one on you guys and maybe do some word association at the end just All to right. kind of take this things out. But I want to give you guys each a second to just introduce yourselves and why you're here and why you think this is a cool thing and what's going on. So Lou, maybe give you a shot since you're okay. the, the mastermind. I'm Lou Moran III with Interagency Insurance in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm a member of the Big Eye Executive Committee and I had this crazy idea for an insure tech summit. Uh, most re I'm a small retail agency, second generation. My daughter's in their third generation, and we're we're not. Our agency uh, struggled with technology. Uh, we've changed an automation system, and I've tried to force it to do what I wanted to do. And finally, my daughter said, "Enough is enough," and uh, we've embraced technology. We've changed our culture. We've changed everything. And I figured out, starting to talk with friends around the country, we're not alone in this. And uh, I just think it's uh, it's kind of my mission to help agents understand they've got to change their culture. They've got to they've got to embrace it. It's here. It's not going away. Yeah, you said a lot there. We'll definitely circle back on that. But Jason Walker, Jason Walker, uh, president of Agency Revolution, uh, fairly new to this company, excited about it. I've been in the insurance technology or solution space for almost two decades now, which is crazy to say. Uh, and I've run digital marketing firms, consulting, and ultimately ended up here at Agency Revolution. And to piggyback off of what Lou said, to enable and help independent insurance agencies evolve with some technology, but that's not the only answer. And I know we'll get into that. No, I think that's good. Let's just go there. And I know we had kind of just scribbled down some notes about some things just to play word association, but I'm a huge proponent of some of the things Lou mentioned early on, and it's about changing culture. and. One of the things I think is great because we're going to talk about this on the panels later this afternoon. So hopefully, you know, for those listening today, this is a glimpse into what we will talk about in front of a larger crowd today. But um, how can we help agencies think more broadly about the opportunities that are in front of them and the needs? So I always kind of think about it in terms of we have an opportunity and an obligation and kind of the O squared thing there. But education and insight and stories from folks like you, Lou, who who have the agency that rep, probably representative of a lot of others out there listening today that kind of made the move and what like what drove it? Um, I guess what really drove it was it became the transaction side of it became almost unbearable for, for moving to an automation system that I tried to force to do business how we always did it because we were successful. It worked. <laughs> uh, but in today's age, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, even I, my buying habits have changed dramatically my children taught me how to shop online which in the past it was parents teaching children 
So it's time to let some kids that are in family agencies and retail agencies help uh, those of us that are a little gray in the hair and long in the tooth to uh, change how we uh, look at doing business. It's, it's okay. It really is. It's painful, but it's okay. I'd actually pay money to have gray hair. <laughs> pay money to have any hair, I guess. <laughs> I'll digress uh, only momentarily, though. I'm curious, though, from your side, Jason, you mentioned you've been in the tech side really on this thing for a number of years, and really that's how we met. Yeah. Um, what are you seeing in terms of how agencies are engaging and kind of a unique perspective, I think, because it, agency revolution is not a startup. Correct. And so it's you got sort of the blessing and the curse of being lumped into the insure tech world, but yet predating it and having a great deal of success as a company before that. I'm curious what observations you're having. The observations are agencies saying what Lou said, which is where can we focus on some of the transactional side where maybe we can put some automation in place. And so when we think about agency revolution, of course, that's communication, that's marketing, that's being in front of the customer as they're performing activities that come out of the management system and being able to react to that and get in front of that customer, stay in front of that customer. So when we think about transactional, we look at websites for kind of the table stakes, which we also play in, and that helped bring prospects through a funnel. And then we saw the, the graduation of uh, uh, solutions that are rating on behalf of an agency, but agencies aren't turning these solutions completely over to the customer. They're just using it to enable and speed up the process a bit. So it's where can I add just a little bit of automation where I can pull back for a moment, breathe and be more of a, an advisor to my customer. And that's that's what we continue to hear. That's a good point, right? I mean, I think if, if one, I guess, isolated their view of InsureTech to only what they were reading from the loudest voices on social media, it's a lot about lead gen and and chat gtp and you know some of the stuff that's yeah. shinier in its you know shinier objects but both of what you kind of talk about or alluding to are those some of those deep internal processes that enable efficiency and let humans add value where humans add value that's right we have to get back to doing what we're doing we're advisors and that's what our customers are looking to us and independent agents have sort of won that battle because the directs and the and the uh, those carriers have sort of abandoned that model and we customers still respect what we say to them because we are ensuring their largest assets and their most valuable things and we get bogged down in the transactions of small and minute details but we've got to move away from that so that the customer experience is improved we're we're not a sexy industry <laughs> well, it's bad it, this is not a popular thing when i say it but i think a lot of the again the shinier objects in the in the tech space are screaming that we need to have like 9 million contacts with our customers. Customers, to your point, I think, Lou, don't necessarily want to interact with their insurance that often. But when they do, it needs to be easy, needs to be understandable and those yes. types of things. So a, a firm like yours, Jason, really automates the communication side of things so that that value and the efficiency and understanding of the processes. It does. Alive. And it's a conversation Lou and I had last night over dinner, which was about watching the customer evolve over time. And even if they come in the door to an agency and they're kind of a monoline uh, business, but then as we move along, they start to graduate, add more employees, expand locations growing with them, knowing when they are hitting those critical moments and being able to be in front of them with some communication and, and make sure that you're able to take care of them and add to their policy portfolio. Those are the things you do over time. It is not something that's a slam bang, slam dunk, the moment that a customer comes in and technology is just going to take over for you. It's a gradual movement of your customer as they evolve throughout life and they turn over and all of the cool things that go along with businesses in our personal lives. 
Well, what I like about that is it exactly correlates to what Lou said. I mean, there's points in time where they want our advice, need their insight. There's key life changes or key things that happen in a business. And what a tool like yours does is it focuses on those things and it allows technology to activate those things with sort of a consistent and repeatable set of processes and content. So your human beings in your firm, your agency can be focused on new new business generation or solving more complex yeah, yeah, problems exactly. for your customer. But I'd love to do this. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of playful to me, but considering that there's you guys play two different roles and obviously you're friends and you've known each other for a while, but you know, you sit in two different spots of this kind of three-legged stool that sort of exists. There's no carrier at the table right now. So most know that might be listening that I spent most of my career on the carrier side. So let's we be kind. We won't, we won't again. Let's be kind to carriers, please. Um, or I might have to stand up. <laughs> no, but so I, early for that. I know it is. That's why there's Starbucks right behind us there. And if you guys hear some background noise, that was literally a barge going down the canal here in Savannah. So it's super uh, ambience here. But I'd love to play word association. All right. And so super quick, kind of just react to each of these things. You're not going to judge us on what we say now, are you? I will not judge. Now, the people listening, <laughs> they, you know, they might change their opinion of, of you, Lou, or from their first one. But I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. Because I think there really is, you know, being serious about this for a second. I mean, some of these words, some of these concepts that are out there, I mean, they mean very different things depending on the point of view and what your financial interests might be in each of the actions. So it's it's kind of interesting. So I just jotted some stuff down here and, you know, react to these things. Let's start with the, the word that's, Chris should turn his email off. <laughs> um, but seriously, um, we're, here, we're here for an InsureTech Summit and um, that's more than a buzzword right now. React to the word InsureTech. Uh, confusing. Okay. Requires definition. Requires, those are great. I'm not going to word associate. It's <laughs> a benefit of sitting on this side of the table. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to, you got to play too now. Come on. I, buzzword is comes to me, right? Yeah. I, and I'll elaborate on that for a second. I think in a line with you guys, I mean, been in the industry nearly 30 years and 20 years ago, I was a field man, a field rep for a carrier. And we talk about technology being such a new thing in our industry. I mean, we were talking about personal lines, comparative rating and management systems were a thing back then in real time and single entry, multiple country. These are all words that have been around for a very long time, which is maybe in of itself a, a narrative, right? We've been yes. talking about the same stuff for 20 years, but technology enabling any small business is not, is not new. So ratchet the buzzword back a little Can bit. Can I just add, please? that's why the summit's so important because of our responses like it's this forum that's going to help define what insure tech means and of all the bright shiny objects that are out there how do we start to say where agencies might want to focus their attention because i think that's what they're looking for it's some totally guidance agree. and advice totally agree right where, where can you spend your money so you're not things have to work together and yeah. they have to solve a meaningful problem so we can maybe spend some time on that here in a second um 2023 normal okay I'd say continued consolidation, I think, across text and agencies. Yeah, I, I kind of, in my own mind, I think about it like the return of the agent. Yeah. And uh, not that they ever went away, but I've written about this, but the market share data and the universe data, more independent agencies with a greater market share, showing that there's a there's a flight to value that customers are are looking for here. So it's some kind of neat. Well, my normal is we're getting back to doing business. Yeah, you're right. Which is what we did pre COVID. I'm not sure what we did the last two and a half years. 
somebody at the dinner tables were telling a story about somebody who didn't know how to say it and they were saying the the covis <laughs> i, <was> like, <laughs> I wondered if it put... was a new strain or what <laughs> yeah i was like oh don't have to... never mind <laughs> that's enough on that list <laughs> direct integration necessary eliminate transactions okay yeah it's good i think it's another one that demands a little definition yeah you know, it's not uncommon to interact at groups like this we're saying we need open apis and give us direct integration <laughs> back to some to the theme you've like do yeah. you even know what that means and what are you going to do with it yeah uh, mo i didn't until about six months ago when i had this crazy idea i kept hearing the word kept hearing the word and finally i called chip basiaco and i said help me so i can help my agency that's awesome uh, data direct integration. I think that that's the result. And and that's what we're trying to figure out is how does data pass between solutions while continuing to build the story on behalf of the customer to empower the agent to be able to conduct more business. I mean, we should have, we're going to pull quote that, make that, the, <laughs> that's the exact narrative for the whole thing, I think, right? <laughs> uh, the cloud. The cloud, right? At some point, that data has to be somewhere that's easily accessible for agents so that they can process quickly and efficiently quotes and handle their clients. Because right now we're all digging for all this information all the time. Yep. And somewhere out there, somebody's going to figure that out. M&A, you kind of alluded to this, Jason, but M&A. Yeah, I, I guess I'll just second what I said before. Just You're going to continue to see consolidation. On the tech side, I think that's important because some of your fledgling solutions getting wrapped into some of your mature solutions helps ultimately build a better product for the agent. That makes sense. Much along with Jason saying, I think it's going to continue. I think it's going to continue on the agency side, the technology. Some, there's too many of them right now. So they're going to have to bring together for agents to figure out which ones really are going to work yeah. and, and invest in. It's kind of the theme that even at Insure Tech Connect that you started to hear and now what we're seeing with the economic conditions is free-flowing capital for startups is getting a little harder to secure and um, value needs to be provided not only for the investor but also the consumer yeah. so yeah m a is in some cases probably slows down in other cases it probably accelerates well, no, basically and i think agents will have a role in that because we're and the term is terrible to say but we're nickel and dime by all the little softwares we're trying it's Five hundred dollars a month for this one, twelve hundred dollars a month for this one, and that that all starts adding up. And as the economy changes this year, agents are going to start looking at, it, which is going to force the tech guys to really strengthen what they're offering and how they integrate with us. I think so too. And, it's, and maybe to kind of stay on that for a second, um, I've really kind of formulated my own opinion on this. I'd love maybe your guys' reaction to this. Is that the um, I think a lot of the startups in the technology space, they have honestly identified a pain point or a place of friction for an agent or a carrier or a customer. But due to, even I'm going to assume noble intent, but just due to a, a lack of a deep understanding of the economics of the industry, the pricing of the solution, I think to your point, Lou, is more than the value it it derives. It And there's some frustration there, right? Because you want the solution because it solves a problem. They want to sell it to you. And the economics and ROI just don't always align. So it yeah. creates, and it's significant. It is. But, um, uh, I'm going to do this for Jason's sake, marketing trends. More and more going down the path of trying to make sure that your customers have interactions without the agent always have to being in front of them. Um, and you brought up like ChatGPT 
and building content to be able to put out in front of people and do it in a very quick, efficient manner. I think that that's where the agent continues to provide their value. And so solutions we're seeing pop up around the space are uh, anything to take the onus off of the little transactional stuff and then solutions that are focused on being in front of the client to make it as personalized as possible. That's kind of why this chat GPT thing is existing. Yeah. To personalize and make human in a much more beneficial manner for the business. If you haven't played with that, I got kind of scary. <laughs> it's a little scary. I got geeked out on it. I mean, I, I quite candidly, I'm not I'm not enough vanity to say this. Like, I, I did my own name. Yeah. Apparently, I'm an oil baron somewhere that's killed in a plane crash. But don't tell my all wife. these texts still require <laughs> it, it to be educated. They are not as smart as a human. No, but I've asked it. You know, what are the top ten yeah. cyber risks for independent agencies? And it's it's good. It is. It really, it really is. I've, what about you, Lou? I've done the same thing with the chat GPT, but I think um, Jason's point, we need we need to smooth out the transition of helping our clients where we can with technology and where we can play our role as an advisor. We don't always have to talk with them because sometimes they're looking for a quick, easy answer. And if we can find a solution where they can click on it on our website or we can text to them, which is a new thing that we're doing all the time now, instead of emailing, which is... Text is new? <laughs> hey, remember, I'm, I'm old school, gray-headed guy. Uh, but, but I think it's helping us yeah. become more professional in our role as an advisor to yeah, the clients because they do have questions and they yeah. want them quick and they want them easy. When I first started in this business, your client called you and asked you a question and you got back to them three days later after you researched it. There are no more three-day waits. No, you're right. Yeah, three minutes is people are starting to get antsy. Yeah. yeah definitely at three hours. Um, last word, association. Industry risk. Uh, I think the data. Data. What would maybe just go one, one click deeper? Just, I think uh, the customers are concerned about who's seeing their data. The carriers want to see the data and they're concerned about where as agent, I'm concerned about where they're taking my client's data and what they're doing with it. Okay. Yeah. I, I think there's just misperceptions with all of the breaches that we've seen over the last few years, what we're really doing with all their information and how yep. we're sharing it. Because uh, we're starting to see a little pushback on giving us their social security numbers and their driver's license numbers. Um, so we, I think we as an industry have to figure out how we tell this message that this is this is to your benefit. It helps us in the process yeah, okay. to put together the best coverage and pricing that is available to you as a customer. Uh, that's good. Yeah. And I, I think from the technology front, um, the pro proliferation of tech without kind of this uh, guidance over top of it. Back to your point, Chris, I think that uh, these solutions providers that are coming out or are out should have agency advisory councils, people that are feeding information saying this is actually how your solution affects our business and this is what I need it to do to progress. And if we start coming together and aligning around that, uh, I think that it takes the risk out, but there's still that risk there. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking in kind of somewhat in line with your guys. I think there's a way that all this somewhat comes together in in uh, cybersecurity is obviously something that's out there. And I, I've been in some industry panels where people will specifically ask, is InsureTech or some of the proliferation of the online rating aggregators an existential type thing to an independent agency? And the data shows clearly that that's not for the channel. And independent agency who either by choice or by lack of awareness has their head in the sand and is re reluctant or resistant to change, definitely a real risk. But um, 
yeah, I think it's fascinating. It's a fascinating conversation. Huge thanks to both of you guys. Thank you for Thank taking you. time here for joining us on the panel, Lou, for being the brainstorm here and with you know Stephen, I guess the support you have for what I'm trying to do as I you know, make my way into this new role and. Um, we're gonna kind of give, cut you guys loose and thank you. see if there's anybody else willing to be a victim or a subject <laughs> for the next podcast. So thank you guys very much. Thank Appreciate you. It, Chris. Have a great day. You too.